1099 WBT. Hour number three, the Beat Calendar Show. Happy Friday. 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110. And, uh, and, um, sorry, I was just checking an email. Real professional, Pete. Um, the Twitter is at Pete Calendar, by the way. I don't want to say that I may have gotten a little uh, off the rails there. It's getting a little angry. But I do, like, like during the breaks, I start to wonder, like, this guy could come after me. I start to think about that. Sort of he is the sheriff. He could make your life miserable. I, that's what I'm thinking. Right? Yeah. Still, I guess it's worth it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, well, He has access to where you live, what kind of car you ev- drive. Everybody knows that. Come on. <laughs> I got my bumper stickers. Everybody knows that. Uh, hey, let me ask you one question, Pete. Yes, sir. This is, by the way, Tony Marino from the WBT News Center. So when, when I first came here... Yeah. I was surprised to find out that Gary, I am Homicide McFadden, was the sheriff. Uh, And I went on to often reference the sheriff in my news reports as Sheriff I am Homicide McFadden. And then people started asking me, why do you call him I am Homicide? And I was fascinated to know that most people in Charlotte don't know that the sheriff of the county had his own TV show on IDTV, I Am Homicide. And if you want to get rid of him, maybe you can help him get another TV show. Were you aware of the I Am Homicide show? I had no idea. See, now, I've been sitting here all afternoon listening to you rant about it, and you hadn't mentioned anything about the TV show. So I've never I, heard of such I, a show. I was guessing that you, as well as so many other people in Charlotte, didn't know that he had a TV show. Did you know that he is, he, uh, he's not allowed to testify? Did I know that he's not allowed to testify? No. Yeah, because he's he did something at CMPD, and uh, if you get if you are now unbelievable and impeachable on the stand, you can't testify. They they won't they, they won't let you testify in case. And if you're a homicide detective, that you're done. Right? Like you can't. Right. And well, so, well, but, but he won't tell. He won't say what it is that got him in trouble to get him now impeachable, so he can't testify he never he will never say that this is all that whenever he was asked about on the campaign trail he would talk about things like well you know if you're going to look at my whole record and all of that i wonder i'm just spitballing but i wonder is part of it related to this i am homicide now is it is that like the letters i and then the letter m or is it i am a m homicide it, it was uh, right. I am I a m homicide, uh, and he, he never is? he never referenced he never really for, to the best of my memory because I, I had only seen the show a few times. Yeah. But uh, I'm a big fan of ID TV, and I had watched a lot of ID TV and a lot of these different shows. So he was just one of the many shows, and it wasn't really one of the better shows. That's nothing against him. I'm saying it wasn't really one of the better shows, so I didn't watch it that Shocking. much. But he referenced himself like he didn't say I'm Gary McFadden. Like, hi, I'm Pete Callender. He's like, I am Homicide. That was his name on the show. And and what was the nature of the show? Murder investigations. Like real ones? Yes, yes. And they would follow it's him doc- around? It's documentary, yeah. But he wasn't the sheriff then. He was he, he was, was a, a homicide detective. He was like a retired homicide detective, and they would go back and, you know, and, and do reenactments of the crimes. But it's it, it's all factual. 
but, and, he, but, but, and it's but he referred to himself as I am homicide. And it's different jurisdictions. These weren't like Charlotte homicides. No, these were. Oh, these so, were. You all in North Carolina, not not all necessarily in Charlotte, but right, North, okay. but North Carolina. All right, so it's sort of like a cold case files or something. Ex- like exactly, exactly. All right, and this was on IDTV. What is IDTV? Uh, investigative discovery. Are you serious? <laughs> what yeah. is IDTV? I don't watch. T- I don't watch <laughs> really? much TV at all. Yeah, no. Oh, uh, it's investigative discovery. Is this the old court TV? No, 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 no. Oh, that's true. No, that's true, true TV. TV. Yeah, this yeah. is much better. Oh. Is it? Is it like? A, I highly recommend that you you why I, I highly recommend everybody check it out. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna go look. Up, I and mean, the they, name of this show is I Am Homicide. Yeah. Now it's not on anymore. The show is not on anymore. But you know, occasionally, maybe two, three, four in the morning, they run reruns. But I mean, they have shows like uh, Wives with Knives, oh Fear Thy Neighbor. I don't know. If you kill, I will find you. That's another detective, Joe Kenda. I don't. Uh, I don't know if great. I'm now. If I now should be afraid of you in a way. <laughs> that I no, no, no. I don't watch it to you know. Uh-huh. I don't. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm Italian from New York. I already know how to get rid of people, right? I don't watch the show. You know, I don't watch the show to find out how to commit crimes. No, I, no, I, right? No, just how to get away with it. I like the unfolding of, of how they. You know, I, li- I I like to see how they piece the the crimes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. That's that would be my story too. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. All right, Tony Marie so, from WBTV. Anyway, I'm going to look it up during the break. I've never heard of this. So I appreciate for, it. Right. So for everybody who didn't know that Gary McFadden had a TV show, go check that out. I am homicide. I am homicide. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like uh, I'm police, like uh, from the Wire. <laughs> you know, where, or I'm five zero. They would say that. Right. I'm five zero. Right. right they, and so they would say these. It's the way they talk, like right. to their informants on the street and stuff. And I don't want the sheriff coming after me now, but if he's not um, uh, worthy enough, or or uh, what's the word you use? He's not uh, reliable enough, you know, to testify or whatever. Right, right. I, maybe he shouldn't be the sheriff then. I don't know. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. I almost said thanks for the call. See you later. All right, thank you. All right, let me get to a couple of emails here. This is from uh, uh, John. He says, Pete, here's a crazy idea. What if Sheriff McFadden started having his... Uh, his shares do the job of the, or I guess his deputies do the job of the CMPD, set up speed traps in neighborhoods that he deems need to learn a lesson and instead use that money to hire enough people to do the actual job of the sheriff's office to get the permits approved because he doesn't want them to get the permits approved. That's the, right. That was the other thing that Sheriff McFadden caused all the problems with when he first started, remember? He set up the speed trap up in North Mech around, I guess, the place he lived, right? He lived in that area, and he wanted to stick, uh, to stick it to white folks. That's, that's essentially what he said. He played the race card on that, too. He's just awful. But not making my situation better. Hello, Walt. Welcome to the show. Hey, yeah. Uh, my wife and I went yesterday to renew our gun uh, concealed permits, for me, it's the fourth time. For her, it's the third time. And after we filled all the paperwork out. We had to go on the computer there, and then we paid our 75 bucks at the counter each. And, and I walked out, and I went to go get the car for my wife, and she came out, and she goes, the guy said it's going to be eight months before we get the permit. And I said, eight months? And it was like, why? And she goes, well, they got to 
contact the VA, and my wife says, we're not veterans. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like, we got to con- uh, contact Novant. And I said, and she said, we don't use no font. And then it was like, well, that's the way it is. Yeah, they they run I, they run them through all of the major systems. But you would think though that if they can get the information from the VA through the NICS system, the the background check system, because VA reports all of their info through the NICS, they could get that info from NICS. But he doesn't okay, want to. Uh, explain to me what NICS is. It's the National Instant Background Check System where you put oh, the people's okay. names in. And this is so like when you go to a gun store and yeah. they run your name through, the that, that's the NICS system to make sure that you're not in there. And uh, VA reports into that system. And so he can get yeah. this information. He's just choosing to overwhelm the VA with the paperwork. So this way it, it, it jams up the approvals. And there's yeah, a money well, component one, one here, so he can... I went to sea for 47 years, and the Coast Guard did background checks on me every five years. And then but I'm sitting there going, this is a renewal that we've had for years. And then they, they, they got a problem. Right. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. There's no, the, only, the only rational, logical explanation betrays the there motive. Is it a rational <laughs> Yeah. No, it no, it 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 tells you exactly what the motive is and what he and why he's doing what he's doing. Because the only logical explanation is the bad one. So uh yeah. yeah, Walt, I do appreciate the call. Thank you very much. And uh here's one from Jay Pete. McFadden has let his ego run amok. I agree. And I had no idea about the uh the T V appearance and now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. He is high on his own supply. That's what's happening. You know, we used to do a skating rink. WBT used to do our skating rink. But we don't do it anymore. But the people who built all of that stuff, they're... They're doing it all at the Charlotte Knights, with the Charlotte Knights now, too. The Light the Knights Festival, and that means the rink is back. Got an, So you can, uh, they got hockey, that you could play hockey on this ice rink. They got the snow tubing hill. It's like a 150-foot-long, six-lane sledding hill. And it runs through January 6th. Tickets are 10 bucks for the festival, 25 to include unlimited ice skating or snow tubing. You could pay $35 for a pass, and that gives you unlimited ice skating and snow tubing as well. So go check it out. Light the Nights Festival, where you can make all the merry memories. I don't know why I did an Irish accent for that, does it? but I guess they celebrate Christmas, too. Anyway, uh, it's at Truist Field, uptown, now through January 6th. Tons of stuff to do, not just the skating and the sledding, but you also have there's a holiday market and a European menu at the Charlotte Christmas Village, and uh, they got tournaments and um, figure skating and... Uh, Santa and shopping and holiday treats and live entertainment and light shows is quite the event. Light the Nights Festival. And that's Nights with a K. What's up, Boomer? Boomer Von Cannon, welcome by. Good to see you, sir. Uh, Tim. Hello, Tim. Welcome to the program. Hey, how you doing, Pete? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Well, I was going to tell you, uh, I'm surprised that you didn't know that Gary McFadden had a TV show on where he went back through his old murder 
cases that he had solved. And Tony may be wrong, I'm not sure, but I believe those were all Charlotte cases. I don't think he did cases all over North Carolina. I believe those were Charlotte cases. I'm reading. So, so during the break, I went and I found on the imdb.com website, uh, which I forget what it stands for, but it's like all it's the database of all of the movies and stuff. And it says homicide detective Gary McFadden solves murder crimes in Charlotte, North Carolina. And here is the promo that they've got. Let me see. Oh, hang on a second. Let me see if this will play. I forgot to plug it back in. Hang on a second. Here's the here's the trailer. In my 35 years, I put hundreds behind bars. Do I push the envelope? I tear the envelope. <laughs> Most people don't even know my real name. They'll say, that's Homicide. I am Homicide. All new. Tuesdays at 10. Only on Investigation Discovery. Okay, so there's the trailer, and he does this little uh, he does this little uh, arms folded over the chest kind of move, uh, but he's got his jacket, his blazer buttoned at the bottom, and so it like it creates like this, this like puffy part underneath. It just looks weird, but... Um, but it does make sense, though, right? He he says it right there in the in the intro, right, or in his little comment where he says that he he doesn't push the envelope, he tears the envelope. Ha ha ha! Yeah, yeah. Are you still with me? Please? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I just want to add too that I was a big fan of that show, and you know, I thought it was kind of unique and special because I'm a longtime Charlotte resident. I since moved to Union County, and I, I thought a lot of uh, Sheriff McFadden. Uh, during the show, but some of his politics and some of his policies has happened since uh, he became sheriff. Um, and, you know, I don't agree with a lot of things he does, especially the ICE stuff and, mm-hmm. and targeting certain communities because, you know, maybe those people need speeding tickets more than others, but I don't believe in that. But I certainly have lost a lot of respect for him as a sheriff, especially since uh, he took office and I found out a little bit more about his true self. I'm going to add one more thing and I'll let you go. Uh, oh, and I do appreciate your sarcasm. Uh, so one more thing. I'm not uh, a resident of Union County and I can tell you when I applied for my government in Union County, it was very straightforward. It was really nice. It was just a matter of filling out the paperwork. If you pass, you pass. If you don't, you don't. Of course, I don't know about that because I got mine. But it took about two weeks. Thanks, Pete. Love what you do. All right, buddy. Thank you, Tim. And I I agree with you. I'm right there with you. I knew McFadden when he was homicide. Not that I am homicide. When when he was homicide. Because I was a reporter. Yeah, Gary. I mean, yeah, he's a homicide detective for a very, very long time. And so I I thought, oh, yeah, Gary McFadden. I remember that name. Yeah, yeah, he was homicide. Oh, he's a sheriff now. Okay, whatever. And then I started reading these stories like, wow, he, that's. That's kind of nuts. But now it makes sense. You know, now it clicks. TV. <sighs> yeah. That's uh, on his own supply. He's believing all that, you know, the people around him say, oh, you're awesome. I, which I'm not so sure about that. But, I mean, I know Tim said he liked the program, but it looks like it was just a single season. <laughs> so... I don't know. All right, let's see here. The uh, the top-rated episode was Season 1, Episode 5. Uh, top-rated, a wealthy power couple's marriage is in shambles. Uh, high, no, episode 1, high school football star Travis Davis is gunned down in the Queen City. Yeah, so I think these are all Charlotte. Um, 
sending Detective Gary McFadden on the hunt for justice. McFadden discovers a beef from the street might be the lead that sends him straight to his killer. In a world. And that's it. That's the whole storyline. How do I, uh... Yeah, I guess I can't... So this is from 2016. All right. Yeah, I'm going to have to try and find out if I can get actual uh, 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 access to these uh, videos. Because I'm not going to get up at like 3 in the morning and go hunting for this on IDTV. That's not happening. Now, for all... Oh, hang on. I do have some emails. Let me see. Yeah. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Jay said his, his ego is run amok. Um, let's see. Beth says, Pete, very interesting topic today. It reminded me of my brief personal encounter with Sheriff McFadden. I was employed at one of the local network affiliate TV stations for 15 years. During that time, a small part of my job was filling in at the receptionist desk. Well, I guess I should check. Okay, so this is good for air. Um, uh, filling at the receptionist desk for her lunch hour once a week and some occasional breaks. I met uh, some notable and well-known people in the manor over the years. The overwhelming majority were very nice and personable. I only encountered two over all those years who were incredibly rude and overbearing, and the worst by far was... Gary McFadden. No contest. It happened when he came into the station for an interview, and uh, it was either right around the time he was first elected or shortly before. I don't live in Charlotte, and I have never seen or heard of his TV show. He literally bellowed at me saying, quote, don't you know who I am? Anybody who says that to you, anybody that says that to you, you know you are dealing with a sociopath. He didn't want to tell me his name and appeared to be very offended by the fact that I did not recognize him. I found his belligerence to be startling but ultimately amusing. He obviously hasn't changed much over the past several years. Oh, and the identity of... Well, I won't say that. But then we'll just leave that one there. There's no need to bring anybody else into this. All right. No need. I'm not trying to get everybody arrested here. Okay. Thank you, Beth. I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the info. It does not surprise me. He... If you had to tell me, Pete, pick somebody in town that you think would use the don't you know who I am card. First, Bernie, the producer, Bernie, probably first. But other than Bernie, the sheriff, Sheriff McFadden, I think. (laughs) All right. That's Blues Traveler. All right, a couple more emails here from Chris. He says, Pete, same thing happened to me. I submitted my renewal application July 30th of last year, and it did not get approved until February 24th of this year. So what is that, July, so August, September, October, November, December, January, February. So seven months. And the application lists checks at the several mental facilities and the VA, uh, and the VA, and I'm not a veteran. McFadden's always been a jackass, but he ran on a post, so what can we poor serfs do? Too bad about your future application denial as well. Uh, Stances, this situation with the gun permits was always going to happen. Whenever you voluntarily agree that it is by government permission you exercise your constitutional rights, they're no longer rights. 27 states now have no restrictions on handguns. And they're called constitutional carry states, showing you they all know what the Constitution and the Second Amendment really means. 
Yeah, the uh, North Carolina legislature in this upcoming session, they really need to fix this. They need to fix this law. They need to rein in Gary McFadden. I would support an impeachment against him, a removal from office, because there are because he's an elected official, there are ways to remove them. They're not easy, but there are ways to remove them. And thank you, by the way, whoever it was that called and told Bernie, uh, the call screener, Giglio was the name I could not remember. Thank you. Giglio is in North Carolina. It means if you get if you're a cop and you do something that now you can't be called as a witness anymore because you're you've been impeached of some kind. Like you've you got caught doing something that now makes you an impeachable witness, someone who cannot be believed. So they can't call you. So that's a Giglio order. And that because it came out of a case with somebody named Giglio. That's where it came from. So they call him Giglio. And that's what our sheriff has. That's what they were talking about during the Democratic primary debate. And so, yes, the uh, uh, email from Chris, he ran unopposed in the general. He did not have, uh, but he had two opponents in the Democrat primary. And it's really unfortunate that they had two other candidates because, I, I mean, I think if Gina Hicks had just been the standalone candidate to run against McFadden, I think she might have beaten him. I think she might have beaten him because I'm not sure if he got over 50%. I don't remember. Um, let's see here. Uh, Pete, sorry, I do not have Twitter. Don't be sorry for that, Bill. Um, it is it, it is true that you need to apply for a renewal before your your conceal permit expires. But what I was told at the sheriff's office was as long as you've applied for your renewal, even though expired before they issue you a new one, it's still good as you've made the application before expiration. This was in Mecklenburg County. I enjoyed meeting you at the Mallard Creek Barbecue. I was one of the co- – oh, yeah, Bill. Great to uh, – oh, now I see the email name. Now it makes sense. Okay, Bill. Thank you. Now it makes sense. I could not understand what the uh, – <laughs> what your email meant or your email handle, your signature or your address rather. I couldn't uh, make out what that meant. Now it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, so if you get – so when you fill out the paperwork and you submit it, then they give you some form that says you submitted your paperwork. You you better carry that thing around for the next year until they finally issue you your permit. So, but, so if there's still – I haven't heard of people getting denied yet. It's just being slow rolled. So is the play here – and I had not even considered it because, you know – I don't have this kind of mindset, I guess, but I hadn't considered, is the whole point here to generate extra money? Is he doing this so he can collect extra money for the sheriff's office for the $5 pistol purchase permit uh, fees? Because once your concealed carry expires, you now have to go get the pistol purchase permits, the, the PPP. You have to go get those. But if you have your, your concealed carry permit, you don't need the PPP. Because you have a CHP, which is better. You could buy any number of guns you want. But if he's if he's jamming that up so you can't get it for six, seven, eight months, a year, and you want to buy a gun, then you have to go get a PPP. And then you got to pay more money. So is this a money thing? Who's up next here? Rob is up next. Hello, Rob. Welcome to the show. Happy. To go back, you had mentioned that the sheriff may not be qualified as, as a witness. 
uh, in his robe. I seem to recall when he retired, and, I, and look, I'm old. I, I, I could have this wrong, but I seem to recall news reports that files were found in his desk or in his office that were were not but should have been turned over to either prosecutors or defense attorneys during discovery. And that maybe that has some impact. Oh, my gosh. He's no longer a qualified witness. But, 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 but it would be interesting, and probably I'm not at home where I could check. It, probably some quick Google searches would, would, could bring up those stories. But I sure seem to recall stories of that back in the day. Yeah. Second piece of that, I waited. I, 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 I have a concealed carry permit. I don't have a weapon, but I have a concealed carry permit. And I, I, I reapplied in July of last year. In early May, uh, I finally uh, got my renewal. I called several times to follow up, and I was told the VA was the hold up, same as everybody else. Look, I'm a registered independent, and so did that have anything to do with it? I don't know. Maybe he perceived that there was a close election. But something I found very rich is in the last two or three weeks, I received a uh, – a holiday card from the sheriff wishing me happy holidays and reminding me to keep my weapons secure during this time, which I found just rich. But hey, it seems to work for him. So he has a you list, know? right? So he's got a list of the gun owners, I guess. Yeah. You know, we complain about him, but and we can talk about elections being stolen, but if we get off our butts, we could... The only way you're going to get that guy out of office is to vote against him. Right, but now he's not up. He's not up for re-election now for four years. That's the problem. I look. I tried it, man. I I I voted in the Democrat primary in order to try to get him out. I did too. Yeah, I did too. We had a very look. I, I registered as an independent to do exactly what I did. Yeah, it was a very well qualified opponent who ran yeah. against him. She was head and shoulders above him. Yeah, but she couldn't get her message out. You know, it's. That's the only way, and and we say he's doing a bad job, and he is by any any standard, except his constituents love the job that he's doing, and they're voting, and that's the difference. If we want to make a difference, get out and vote. Rob, I appreciate the call. All right. Thanks, Thanks sir. Now. All right, yeah, I appreciate it. Let me go over here to Rich. Let's get Rich on real quick. Hello, Rich. Hey, Pete. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. What's up? Good, good. I'm sorry I got in so late today listening to this Gary McFadden debacle. He is one of the most reprehensible people I have ever met. He is arrogant. He's snobby. I've met him one time. I put my CCW uh, renewal in back in September. I'm sorry, December of 21. I finally got it at the end of September of this year. It was a renewal. I'm not a veteran. Didn't have to go to the VA or anything like that. But it did. No, that's what happened. He sent your paperwork to the VA, even though you're not a veteran. Then that's why it took so long. Yep. Well, and the website to to check and get updates on this was totally useless. There was no information. But what bothers me about him is really his reputation. He's a former CMPD employee. And without, I'm not naming names or anything like that. Talk to some of his former colleagues. You will find out that this guy is, again, reprehensible. He used to work off-duty at strip clubs. He always had a way to make the ladies uh, know that he was available to get them home safely after the uh, after the shift was over. I mean, stuff like that. So he's been in public service his whole life. I mean, he's just providing a public service. Well, <laughs> according to him, it would be a public service. Absolutely. Yeah, 
the method the method that he used in order to go about doing this was something that uh, you know would face scrutiny. To me, he you know people that have been here for a long time remember Bob Walton. Yeah, Bob Walton with the bag and all that stuff. Gary McFadden makes makes Bob Walton look like a piker. He, oh my! I mean, he is just he is sorry. He is the worst thing that has ever happened to Mecklenburg County, and we've had some real peaches here in this county. That's true. We have. Uh, Rich, I appreciate the call, sir. Have a great weekend. Love it. My friend Ray Cooper on Twitter says, since a uh, bar on an officer testifying is a Giglio letter, I decree from now on he shall be Gary. I am Giglio McFadden. I am Giglio. <laughs> I love it. McFad- McFadden is a joke. Your caller was right. His ego is out of control. He has got to go. Um... Is there anything that the North Carolina legislature can do about this out-of-control sheriff here in Mecklenburg County? He's making a great case for constitutional carry, and Pete Callender is spelling out a myriad of other issues on his show. And then, okay, CC other state reps. Uh, When I moved, this is from Ryan, when I moved, the sheriff reprinted my CCW card, but it still cost me $10 or $15, just need to repeal the whole thing. Uh, Pete McFadden is going to be on the... Uh, Brett Jensen show next week. You should call in and ask him. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I don't want to. I know that he's been doing that with with Brett. That's great. Maybe I'll write. Maybe I'll write some questions up and send them. In. All right, let me go over here to see. Uh, give him to Brett. Say hey if you don't mind asking. Me. I don't know, Garrett. Welcome to the show. Hello, Garrett. Hey, Pete. What's up? Hey. Uh, if it's cool, I want to kind of chime in on that CCW thing. So actually, I used to be a Mecklenburg County resident. I'm not even longer. So I moved to Gastonia uh, in Gaston County, and it was like total, I think, I want to say 45 days to get my concealed carry about a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was in Mecklenburg County, it was going to be like a seven to ten month wait. Um, and when I actually went up to the Gaston County Sheriff's Office, I told them what my situation was and where I just moved from. And he said, well... You, you said you used to live in Gaston County, right? And I said, well, yeah, I did. I was born here. And he said, well, welcome home, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, and this is what That's the lawsuit, al- this is the to the uh, very same thing that the lawsuit gets to, which is there isn't any other county in the entire state. Ninety-nine other sheriffs do not have a problem like McFadden does. So yeah, it's crazy. And they shouldn't make it so difficult in Mecklenburg County when the crime rate is so much higher than other areas it's like becoming a mini atlanta i mean if you're out out and about the certain areas you should really avoid i mean yeah again it's like this is one of the things i don't understand why would you make it harder for the people with the guns that might be able to help reduce the crime uh and and the more people who have concealed handgun permits uh we are the most law-abiding population in the uh in america so you would you would think you would want more people to have those permits, because then you'd have more law-abiding people. But uh, that's just me. What do I know? I appreciate the call, Garrett. Thank you. Uh, have a great weekend, uh, Pete. I really appreciate you bringing attention to this gross negligence of a civil right equal to the others, especially post Bruin. Uh, that's the uh, Supreme Court case. This is all the more reason to keep notifying the new 2023 General Assembly to pass 
a true permitless carry bill and a repeal of the pistol purchase permit. Yeah. It's egregious. It is really egregious. Also egregious, some chick is suing over mac and cheese. Two six packs of shiner, 99 cent butane lighter. Lucky strikes in a fifth of Patron. Ice down that igloo cooler. Take a guess at all to do her. I can feel a good one coming on. Throw in Ray Wiley Hubbard. Sing along to Redneck Mother. Any blues I had before are gone. Another working week is over No chance of staying sober I can feel a good one coming on Yeah, we gonna roll all night We gonna get the feeling right We gonna keep this party rocking Till the break of dawn Yeah, I can feel a good one coming on Amanda Ramirez, Florida woman, not to be outdone by Florida man, suing Kraft Heinz food because she said she bought some mac and cheese or shells and cheese and it was not ready in three and a half minutes. And the package says it would be. Top Mustang followed us down to the lake and didn't have to think about that too long. Skinny dipping in the bright moonlight. Situation couldn't be more right. I can feel a good one coming on Yeah, we gonna roll all night We gonna get the feeling right We gonna keep this party rocking Till the break of dawn Yeah, I can feel a good one Feel like a good one I can feel a good one coming on so the lawsuit says, you know, the preparation time is not included in the three-and-a-half-minute cook time. you got to take the lid off. you got to add the water. You have to stir in the cheese pouch. And that adds, like, what, 30 seconds. So when you bill it as three-and-a-half minutes, it's not three-and-a-half minutes. It's four minutes. This is what they're suing over. Maybe they could combine their class action with the lawsuit on the Texas Pete thing. I don't know. Stupid. Yeah, we said i'm out of here have a great weekend i'll see you on monday don't break anything while i'm gone